wow, somebody forgot it's Dan Simber and that they have to come up with a fact. Right. Live to a hard That's drive from... Nothing like it. Uh, we're both in the same... We're all in the same place. <laughs> uh, where are we, Dan? This is Live to a hard drive from the 16th this. floor of the Hammonds Tower. <laughs> no, You're we're not to from the Hammonds Tower. Stop. Dan Simber edition. Dan, we're America's not number one Dan. podcast about me, Dan. My name Dan. is Dan Howell, and with me today are my guests, Johnny and Chris. Dan, we're not in the tower. No, I'm in the tower. You're sick. What? So you're recording from Victor Lurvy Park. We're not because I not. didn't want to get your sicko germs all over me. What are you? Gross. Why are you pretending we're in different places? We're both in the same place right now. Andy, it's Dan Simber. <laughs> Dan, I think and of the myself. Canon goes how Danny says it goes. I think of myself as a global citizen. Okay, uh-huh. I think of the Earth as just one big office, my office, wow. and we're all in my office right now. Oh wow, that's a pretty oh, stupid <laughs> thing to think. <laughs> I think a lot of stupid things. <laughs> well, anyway. folks, of course, it is Dan Simber. What, what's your name, by the way? I'm Andy Carr. It's going so well. So oh my far, goodness. Dan. Fantastic. Billy A1 the Cat has just entered the Into Hammond's the Tower recording studio to, to get all tangled up in some wires. Wait, folks, we're playing it fast and loose this week. We sure are. When have you ever not? <laughs> it's felt fast so far. <laughs> there was like 10 episodes there at the beginning where we, we really kept it tight. It was it very taut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I think those are the uh, worst episodes, taut, hands down. Taut and slow. And that's really saying <laughs> something. <laughs> okay, Dan, please introduce our guests. Oh, wow. Of course, with us today, two people who I haven't asked if we can use their last names on the air. Oh. Doesn't really matter because I don't know their last names. <laughs> it's Dan Simber. And this year, it's a special edition of Dan Simber. It's fan Simber all oh, month long yes. fans of the show on here. And we're going to ask them all about why they're fans. But Dan still booked them, baby, because, you know, it's Dan Simber. <laughs> we got Johnny and Chris from the Hi. wonderful Springfield band Butterfaces. That, that's nice. what I've decided to introduce you as i don't know if if you that's guys have other things our, going that's, no, that's, that's pretty it. much our thing thank you for having us on go, go ahead and yeah. both you announce should, your voices yeah. so we can you we should get, say get out isolated <laughs> uh, i'm johnny uh do i say my last name what if i uh no no I you don't have not? to review your I last just name assumed both of your last names were butterface <laughs> yes my, actually, just I'm johnny, those butterface. johnny weirdly johnny Chicago, is not concerned actually. about Revealing her last name on the air, but <laughs> revealing her last name At to me. All to you. <laughs> you know what's another great name? Johnny Weirdly. Yeah. No, Johnny goes with almost anything. It so, does. Yeah, yeah. You can come up with your own fun last name for me and <laughs> just keep that. You know, that's yours. And in input to using a beautiful SM58 microphone XLR cable. I think that's all right. All my gear. Who else do we have? Hi, I'm Chris. <laughs> Big Hi, fan Chris. of food. Eat it every day. Um, <laughs> really love what you all do here. Um, love listening. Uh, Springfield has a million restaurants. I'm amazed that you're still doing this and you haven't run out yet. So yeah, that list so many good long, ones left. Yeah, the spreadsheet. You've still. talked about the spreadsheet before. It was it was incredible to get and see and see the spreadsheet. And still you know, a lot uh, of, uh, 
unchecked businesses there on that mm-hmm. spreadsheet. We're starting to knock off some heavy hitters, though, you know? Oh, yeah. Not, Big not one to spoil today. things too much. <laughs> but, uh, and Chris, may I compliment you on uh, getting off on a good foot by really complimenting the show? <laughs> oh, That's yes. the way to get ahead <laughs> in dancing. Do you just yeah. compliment someone's compliment? Uh-huh. Try, yeah, try yeah, to make absolutely. it back next dance. <laughs> yeah. And Dan, I just want to say you did a real good job with that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh Complimenting thank you. Complimenting that compliment? <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. We will, of course, be ranking all the guests at the end of Fan Simber. So let me just tell you, Chris, you're on top so (laughs) far. Johnny, you got some catching up to do. I got some ground to cover. (laughs) Wouldn't reveal your last name. No. Wouldn't reveal your social security number before. He just didn't make it a thing. I played it on the slide. You got to be low key. (laughs) He went with the compliment instead, which I will admit was a good move. You want to tell us a little bit about Butterfaces? Oh, yeah. Uh, I uh, sing and play the keys. And uh, what do you do? I play guitar. Um, that's really it. But I do I do loop it. So it's several different guitar noises often. Oh, yeah. Yes. That I'm don't, responsible for. Don't you sing on a couple songs, too, <laughs> I Chris? I do. Yeah, you I do sing does. on a couple you songs. Do. I do. That's, that's true. Now, Chris, um, you were inspired by the uh, Ryan Johnson, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh Bruce Willis vehicle oh. to do with your craft. Well, uh, Is that true? Yeah. You, you wanted vehicle? to be a looper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> looper. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I forget about looper. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was the inspo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not the, just there being two of us. Um, and that really and, the, and the need for more trying to create sounds. as many noises with one person. He and, uh, I see you all brought your noise. instruments to play us a song right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Never go anywhere oh, yeah. without my keyboard. Yeah, I, I heard you guys were going to play uh, my favorite Butterfaces song. Uh, it 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 takes a good man to love you. Oh, that's my favorite as well. <laughs> you guys right yeah, yeah. real like straight down the barrel seventies <laughs> uh-huh. soft rock standards, yeah. right? I that's wish. essentially what our music is, but like brought up to the modern era, you know, Could like be all a that revitalized for a, for a change of pace. You know, a lot of people go into the pandemic and they come out. Um, well, if we, uh, if uh, they we come haven't out, come, we out, haven't come yeah. out yet, but we, <laughs> we could come out seventies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seventies smooth. I feel like disco is going to come back. That's really <laughs> yes. what we need to get. In. People are going to be wanting to get out there. and party. Well, I guess people there. are getting out and party. I just don't go to those those <laughs> the dance parties that yeah. still are happening. I mean, obviously, yep. yeah. So I did disco. notice that uh, you you have some some food stuff in your music. Uh, yeah, your, your we first song about your first album. Yeah, it's called Get Hungry. What we got. At today's <laughs> mm-hmm. one of oh, the Oh, let's many not things. get ahead of ourselves okay, now. The right, listeners I'll cool will. It. I'll cool my jets. Uh, I guess snap their devices in half. <laughs> right, were we to reveal what we ate too soon? Uh oh, Dan. I don't mean to. I don't mean to step on mm-hmm. your responsibilities here, but uh-huh. don't you have a song you're supposed to play for us? Well, <gasps> we were of course letting our wonderful guests, Chris and Johnny from Butterfaces, talk about their incredible band. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. Gosh. But, I mean, since we're talking about great music, I guess it's time that we did what everybody's been waiting for. Folks, this is the second edition of Dan Simber. Technically the third, because it is the third December that we've recorded. Uh, the oh first Dan Simber, Andy still booked all the guests and did all the work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. This Dan Simber, you know, I booked all the guests. Andy still did most of the work. Um, in fact, he's doing the facts now as well. So <laughs> it could be argued that I'm doing less work for the and show. 
I that's definitely the true did. meaning of that's the true meaning of Dan Simber. <laughs> I definitely did a history segment for this episode uh-huh. too, which I'm pretty sure was your responsibility, last Dan Simber. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you want you want to hand that over to me, bud? You want you want this historic restaurant to get the no. Dan sure history treatment? <laughs> <Dan laughs> <treat it. laughs> I didn't think so. All right, folks, it's what you've been waiting for. It's time to hit that Dan Simber theme, which our guests are going to hear. Live in the studio, and Andy's put in forward. You requested it, so we rewatch. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I always remember that it's forty-one seconds long. <laughs> way, way, way <laughs> Turn it all up. But you just forget yeah. how long that really is. So before we started, I was I got friends, got a lot of talking about how we do McDonald's got a today. Friends, got a lot of it's pretty friends. good. Got a lot of Definitely. the new base goods. No, you know they charge more for hash browns now. Really? What's what's it like a a buck for one? Well, it says one dollar for a pack, and then two dollars for a pack of two. You know, you used to get two in a pack for one dollar. It's not really a pack. No, it's There's not. just one in it. Yeah, right? <laughs> no. There's no. I mean, I guess it is packaged. It is. I don't see one contained. wolf and say, "Look at that pack of wolf." <laughs> <laughs> but if you saw one wolf pack in a box, <laughs> you would say, "Look at that it's pack in, of it's wolf." It's a packaged wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, anyway. it's of course Dan Simber. I'm booking all the guests. We're listening to the Dan Simber theme again. Everybody loves it. We recently had some Dan Simber and September episodes. Everybody also loved those. <laughs> Theme didn't get played quite as much as I oh. would like it to. Andy sort of refused to put it in. Yeah, you should play it again. I, I, I just <laughs> might, Johnny. I just <laughs> might. <laughs> I don't know how much content we're going to eke out of this episode, <laughs> but I just might it's put it in there It's 41 seconds long. I mean, you got time for another two, three, four, five plays, Oh, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely, I do. And yeah. stay tuned next week. For a new Dan Simber theme, folks. We're just dipping our toes in the waters of Dan Simber, all leading up to a jam-packed January. <laughs> which I'm going to go ahead and preemptively take credit for. Uh, not going to get into that too much, but we yeah. got them some things planned for January that are all my doing. And uh, boy, is it going to be big, folks. I mean, we've got one thing that I booked. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, it's January, so it, we, we need not worry about who really booked it, Andy. Andy, how are you feeling today, Oh, by like the way? Gar- just like garbage, Dan. Uh-huh. I feel uh-huh. real bad. Yeah. <laughs> you sound it. Thank you. And not just the normal like, kind of... <laughs> just no, that, Dan, regular that Andy uh, patois that you put on everything. <laughs> <laughs> now, last last week was the the special holiday where we express gratitude for for all that all that we have in our lives. Right, Dan? Uh-huh. It's called mm-hmm. Thank You Day. Yeah, and that's is that what your family calls thanks it? Day. Huh? Yeah, thanks day. Thanks thank day. you day. Thanks a lot, day. Uh, we're thanks all. I mean, we're less than a week away. We're just a couple of days out. We are all, of course, still donning our pilgrim hats mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in remembrance. Oh, buckle shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got my I was trying to get my nephews because we went to Thanksgiving and I was well l- listen I just want to make it clear that we had a very small Thanksgiving uh-huh. mom and dad 
my brother, his wife, and their two boys. We see each other two times a week already. We didn't wow. like no big you family didn't break thing. out of the pod. No, but you know somebody still brought a virus, not the wow. virus, but uh, he gave me a gave me a humdinger of a cold. Uh, it's You're all uh, it's not dry. Potatoes. I don't have the virus of which we will not speak. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost over anyway. Only like a month and a half left, right? And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Um, anyway, I got a cold. I, I was trying to convince my nephews that uh, the pilgrims were called buckleheads. Mm. Yeah. Did they buy it? Did no. Did they go for that? No. They don't no. Really, they <laughs> already, already know. They They've already been taught. Okay. It's pretty good, Darn. though. Buckleheads? Okay. It sounds like a, a fandom, like the No heads. validation here. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so, Andy, you are, of course, sick. You refuse to miss an episode like I had to do. You Whenever know what I was say, Dan? sick earlier this year. Cowards go dark, buddy. <laughs> it seems like you're calling me a coward in this case because yeah. the, the show, yeah. of course, still no, could I mean, go on yeah. without you speaking directly on Mike. Sure. You just, you just had to hoard this over me. Whenever I'm just exercising my workers' rights and refusing to work <laughs> whenever I'm sick, Andy. Um, no, I, I just really wanted to do this restaurant. Um, oh, yeah. I was also, I mean, we still have not actually met our guests, but I do like your musical. I didn't say that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Back to the compliments. And so I was excited gonna, to meet you. We're going to rank our fans as well uh, <laughs> at the end of this. And right now, you've both given us compliments, so it's it's pretty it's pretty tough. But We don't write divisive music, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's like really lo-fi and warm. A controversial song or two. But. It's good, like, music to have on. When, you, when you've got a fire lit and you're Ooh. reading a book, uh, wearing uh, one of those hats with the little balls on top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Music for pilgrims. And speaking of Springfield of punk rock, we of course have Justin from Slugs producing yeah. here in the tower for yeah. Johnny and Chris and I today. He's given us a nice shrug. We really appreciate all his work. Yes. And all the wonderful music that Slugs puts out there. Andy, how does it feel to be a... Uh, Don't say it. Don't say be, that word. To be a uh, <laughs> producer. How do I put this? It's like whenever you you normally do something and then another man uh, <laughs> steps in there and he starts doing that thing that you would normally do. Dan, uh, Justin's hands are more than capable also, oh, absolutely. don't like this feeling very much. I, he, I really <laughs> want to be in control. Justin really pulled us through through the muck here. It was, yeah. it was an extra hairy uh, pre-tape here at, mm-hmm. the, at the joint studio today. Yeah, I, I'm so grateful to Justin for handling that side of the audio. Dan and I tried last night mm-hmm. and then again today to figure some yeah. stuff out, and it just wasn't happening. Oh, yeah. Which is Went weird because... Like three different computers. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Yikes. weird because we did this for like a month and a half earlier this year we with sure relatively did. no problems. With oh. worse equipment, too. Yeah. I <laughs> thought so. <laughs> the equipment yeah. got too good. That's the problem. Yeah. But uh, we we just had to have it today. It's a, it's a special restaurant. We got special <laughs> guests here. It's the kickoff of Dan, Dan Simber, right? Mm. It is the kickoff of Dan Simber, and I'm glad you mentioned that because before we go ahead and launch into our restaurant, which I think we ought to do pretty soon... We got some rules, baby, because oh it's boy. Dan Simber. Uh-oh. Danny's driving the ship. Oh, no. Andy's <laughs> far away in the cold park with a cold. 
just watching another man get his fingers all over his podcast. <laughs> we could we could put him on mute anytime we wanted. No, we, we could mute your audio <laughs> at any time, Andy, and and just take over the ship. What I'm a dream. Captain now. Imagine being able being able to mute That's your own you voice in your head. Oh, glorious! That is the dream. We got some uh, rules for dream. Dan Simber, aka Fan Simber, that we just gotta follow. And, uh, uh, okay, let's and get if you to don't him, mind. buddy. Yeah, if you don't mind, nobody minds. Out with it. Does any? Well, can we get a quorum? Oh no, <laughs> the then the I absolutely it? not. Okay, I'm not okay. gonna follow the these rules. Do have it. <laughs> Dang it. Here are my eight rules for dating my podcast daughter. <laughs> oh, Number one, no cursing. It's well established here on the show. You two are fans, of course, so you already know that. Fans you know, of I considered. Cursing? Do I? Big Fans time. of cursing. <laughs> <laughs> I considered just not prepping our guests on the uh, last meal segment and just uh, hoping that as fans they would know. But uh, but I decided that we already had a, it. It was it was too much already with Andy. It's a it's a fifty fifty shot when you do prep them anyway, as we found. Yeah, yeah, it is. So. You're right. Rule, Rule number, number two. two: anything goes. <laughs> Except what? cursing. <laughs> do not curse. Yeah, does, rule number two rule does number not one. supersede rule number, number one. Number two, anything goes. Rule number three, please be courteous. Oh. That goes for you too, Andy. Hey, thanks. As do all these rules. Rule number four, kill your idols. <laughs> okay? Any, any of us got any idols on the altar today? We kill them right here and right now. We can't have them getting in the way of this content. <laughs> Number five, long-haired freaky people need apply. Oh yes, <laughs> I'd say we got three long-haired freaky people three in this room. Freaky people right here. Justin gets back behind the keys over here. Four have long-haired four. freaky people. Meanwhile, in Vickler, we Park got a short-haired so and so. I won't short-haired say short-haired normie because no, of the first kidding. rule. <sighs> rule number six. Did you see I got less normie last week, Dan? Oh. No. It, oh, my goodness. I didn't what? see that. Somebody else mentioned it. So I yeah. take it back. I Andy's it back. showing off his brand new tattoo. Not which I, normie. I still don't know what it is. It looks I like a flower. From here. Is apples. it a flower, Andy? They're apples. I'll talk more about apples. it on Power Club. They're apples. Oh, my goodness. $5 a month. Get you two extra episodes of Spring Food Mo. Half of that money is going to go to Ozark's Food Harvest. And we're going to get a wonderful story about the apples tattooed yeah. on the, Andy's the other half inner bicep. It's going to go to helping me and Dan further defile our bodies. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. That's right, oh, folks. Yeah. We're not getting buried in any Jewish cemeteries <laughs> if, if Andy or I ever convert <laughs> to Judaism. There, say, there's some <laughs> other barriers of entry there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, number six, be respectful, folks. Okay? And that goes right along with be courteous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Please keep those in mind. Number seven, like Shakira said, no fighting. <laughs> number eight, <laughs> F the rules. It's Dan Simber, baby. <laughs> freak? Freak the rules? Yep, freak, freak the rules. I rules. did have the actual word written out in my notes there, but I, I just as a kindness to, to Andy... Uh, now decide, decided to forego the the big curse. We gonna be reading these rules 
every week or oh absolutely <laughs> this is just on this? the beginning oh, i mean i can't there will trust be more. that they've just listened to the episode before oh. they need to have the eight rules for dating my podcast daughter read directly to them each and every time so yeah we will of course be doing that each week even the last week of the month where we're not gonna have a guest and it's just gonna be a food mail he's just gonna episode. read it to you andy hmm. yeah guess yes. johnny chris yeah should we get into this restaurant? Oh, boy. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Yeah. Uh, let's learn a little bit about College Street Cafe. College Street Cafe first opened its doors, its single door, actually, in 1953, the modest enterprise of a man named Jamie Babo. For almost 70 years, the restaurant has stood right there in its current location at 1622 West College, just off of Kansas Expressway, right out in front of the Route 66 Car Museum. Jamie Babo started the restaurant on his own, but his wife Beverly became a full partner after the couple got married later in the 50s. I did not find much information about the original restaurant, but I did learn a lot about James Jamie Babo. In the early days of the cafe, Jim worked nights as a cab driver. His name appeared in the paper frequently in 1956 due to a hit-and-run incident. Another car ran a light and hit Jim's cab with passengers inside one of whom had to be hospitalized. Now, that's the one story in which Jamie Babo appears sympathetic. He was also often in the paper for driving violations, several times for speeding tickets, and once for backing his car into oncoming traffic on a major road. Additionally, Jamie Babo had several lawsuits levied against him by creditors seeking compensation for unpaid debts. And he was also sued by his parents twice for the theft of personal property. Twice, two times by his parents. Also, an article involving Jamie Babeau and a woman to whom he was married before Beverly had one of the craziest headlines I have seen over the couple years I've been doing this. Here we go. Springfield News Leader, July 26th, 1956. Says wife chased him with a knife. Says wife chased him with a knife. That's the headline. You can pretty much figure out the content of the article on, on your own just from that. Jamie W. Babo died on Monday, March 4th, 1984. It seems like he might have cleaned up his act by then because his obituary mentioned that he was a member of Dan's and my parents' church. Uh, Beverly Babo continued running the diner for another 14 years before retiring. The College Street Cafe building is still owned by Jamie and Beverly Babo's children. All the subsequent business owners took possession of the name and the business, but not the building itself. The first in the line of College Street succession was another married couple, Ronald and Melinda Ard. If you get too close, you know I'm gone like a fool. Ron Ard, a military veteran, had been a regular at College Street Cafe most of his life. He went to Central High, and he and his buddies used to stop in for a bite before or after school. Ron was in his mid-40s when he became a business owner for the first time. He already had a long history in Springfield Food Service, though, having worked at the Grove Supper Club until it burned down, followed by a stint at a place called the Flaming Pit. That job sounds hellish. But the most important cooking job Ron had came after all that. 
he spent several years at a steak and shake, learning to work a griddle with lightning precision and speed, juggling dozens of orders an hour all day and night. Ron was constantly aware of the open kitchen at Steak and Shake. He saw his job as performative, putting on a show for an audience of diners. When College Street Cafe came up for sale with its own open kitchen, Ron jumped at the opportunity to run that show himself, and he did for something like 10 or 12 years. Ron and Melinda gave up the restaurant in 2009 or 10, selling it to a retiree named Charles Merrill. Man, like she split the scene. You know what I mean. You might be thinking, wow, Ronald Ard was pretty clean cut in comparison to previous owner Jamie Babo, but uh, that's because I was waiting until now to tell you that before he owned the College Street Cafe, Ron Ard had been arrested a few times for check fraud, literally writing checks he couldn't cash. He went to jail for it. Ron was also apparently a habitual unlicensed driver and spent some nights locked up for that also. Perhaps leading to that situation was the time when an age 16 Ronald Ard drove his car into and knocked down a 30-foot pine tree across the street from Nichols Park. The owners of the tree charged him 50 bucks for the damages. I don't know, sounds like a pretty cheap tree to me. Ron also got married and divorced a bunch. Not that that's a crime or that there's anything wrong with it. I just thought it was funny that one of those times he moved from a Melissa to a Melinda. Charles Merrill reopened College Street Cafe in late 2010, a couple years after having retired from his previous restaurant, The Scenic Cafe. It sounds like The Scenic Cafe was quite similar to The College Street Cafe. In 1990, newsleader writer Ed Pico, who still occasionally writes for the paper 30 years later, and he used to look at me like I was an alien life form when I shared my thoughts about books when we used to be in a book club together, described The Scenic Cafe as having delicious traditional diner food, breakfast, lunch, and pie. When Charles Merrill took over College Street, he continued that tradition, though he did hire cook Nate Tobin to revitalize the menu to bring a culinary school style to traditional diner food. It was much harder to find information about Charles Merrill because, you know, as you might have noticed, he had the same name of a famed stockbroker and philanthropist. I mean, you know, the company Merrill Lynch. That guy's name was also Charles Merrill. Anyway, Charles Merrill of Springfield had the shortest run of any of the College Street Cafe owners. The shortest so far, at least. Mary Lou Mayerodo, Mayerodo, Mayerodo took over in August of 2016. She had owned and operated her own restaurant in some unspecified small town for 17 years prior to moving to Springfield to take over College Street Cafe, and it's been her place for going on four years now. Mary Lou has done everything she can to keep College Street Cafe looking and tasting like a classic 50s diner. Everything on the menu is cooked from scratch and mostly to order. The burgers are patted fresh by hand, and every item with breading is breaded by hand. Mary Lou's meatloaf is made from her own secret recipe. Very little has changed over the years at College Street Cafe. Mary Lou has even made sure the place still has much of the same furniture, tabletops, and countertops as it did back when it opened in 1953. 
College Street Cafe is one of the longest-running restaurants in Springfield. It's in a league that only includes Casper's, Taylor's, Pappy's, and Mexican Villa. But we don't talk about it nearly as often or with the same reverence as we do those other places. Aside from the minor crime stuff, none of which is even slightly related to the actual restaurant, the story of College Street Cafe is pretty ordinary. And that's not a bad thing at all, but you know what isn't ordinary about College Street Cafe? The food. And we are going to get into that right now. We come from a, a small town that has lots of restaurant-related crimes. Like a surprising Wait, amount. Tax evasions and Mostly tax and evasions. Arson. What town is this? Kirksville, Kirksville Missouri. Kirksville, Missouri, where everyone thinks they can make it big in the restaurant business by evading taxes, but oh. they oh. all get shut down. <laughs> well, this, this place, there was a lot of, like, both of both of the owners had pretty serious financial crimes, like not, well, not paying back. Uh, substantial debts, which I guess happens fairly often, but also like writing fake checks, yes. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, anyway, if you don't mind, I'm I'm just gonna mute Andy here real quick. <laughs> We're back good. in the show. Just just uh, <laughs> just ten twenty percent kickback, and you guys can start up your very own Kirk's Food Mo podcast. <laughs> got two franchises, locals, got all the. The dirt. Got a dozen restaurants. Yeah, we got about That's a years mm, years I would worth of We got about thirty. Andy'll produce this thing. What? Like thirty good Chump episodes. Change. <laughs> nothing at all. In my spare time. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing but it. Getting uh, sick. Nothing but turkey. It. <laughs> you told me about what you did this weekend. Did I? <laughs> I worked for about four hours on that history (laughs) segment yesterday. That's that's something I did. Uncovering the many crimes Mm -hmm. of the. (laughs) They're very minor. They're minor. All right. So, what were else histories with uh, College Street Cafe uh, prior to your business this week? And why'd you pick it? We had been there once. I don't remember when, like a year or so ago. I think we've been there twice before. Have we been there twice? I think. I wouldn't think so. guarantee it. Uh oh, we got <laughs> an argument happening argument. on the show. No Please real time. Is this the end no of faces? Be courteous. <laughs> I think it stood out because diners really are just in general one of my favorite places uh-huh. to go, and it really is. I don't think it translates well to a to-go situation versus yeah. a actually sitting there because we actually haven't Doing eaten a, inside a restaurant mm-hmm. in a long oh, yeah. time. Doing a diner but not eating in the diner was a a, a risky move. It's a very <laughs> tiny place. It, yeah. it would be an even riskier move, I would yes. say, to eat inside the diner. That yeah. might be true. Um, especially with some of the generalizations I'm going to make about the general clientele who There's a spends vibe. most of their day <laughs> in, in, in the College Street Cafe, which... May I say, I keep wanting to call College Street Diner. It's it is because it is really more of a diner than a cafe. Yeah, I don't know how you choose. Cafe basically means nothing, I feel like. Yeah. It means that it's they just have a word coffee. People throw on. I, I think. think. <laughs> cafe, I think. Uh, baguettes, I yes. think. I think uh, little, little wire tables. Mm-hmm. We got to have plants Ooh. hanging for, be it to be, for it to be a cafe. Nary a plant hanging at no, College no, Street I Cafe. I don't think one would survive. You know what they did have hanging up there? A couple wonderful. Uh, photo recreations of 
Humphrey Bogart, oh, yeah. James yeah. Dean, and Marilyn Monroe Marilyn working Monroe. on a NASCAR yes, car. They, yes, they, <laughs> do. they have some a reinterpretation the, of the incredibly famous Nighthawks, uh-huh. but also featuring stars and starlets mm-hmm. of the of yeah, I think it was like Scooby Doo and uh, Felix the Cat. Yes, that's right. Yes, Scooby Doo is who I'm referring to. It <laughs> seems like the Route 66 theme did not. Uh, become part of the aesthetic there until later. I don't think it started as a Route 66 themed diner. I think it was just a, the guy started a restaurant to serve people food to make money. Mm. Uh, I think the best theming came the later. Best. There really wasn't that much information about the actual restaurant until Katie, Katie Tonerly, who writes the Dine on Our Dime column, wrote about this place like three or four times. Uh, but it was usually like rehashing, not not a bad way, but just rehashing the same information mm-hmm. every time. But yeah, I, I wish I'd I wish I knew more about the actual restaurant rather than just people's crimes. The, the people yeah. <laughs> involved. Yeah. Well, I know one thing about them. They have the tiniest diner chairs in the world. They were I'm very a, little. I'm going to say yeah. two and a half feet on those. Yeah. Mm. A lot of those are original. 30 inches. Yeah. yeah d- d- those probably do feel original. Gotta be. They gotta be. They are. I'm telling it you, they are. <laughs> it, it feel in many ways, it's like a place that's been dropped out of 30 years ago or something like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it weirdly reminds me of the restaurant that we visited whenever I got sick oh, on the no. show that I wasn't even able to properly review for the mm. show. Antone's Diner, right? Oh, that if was If that's Anton's, called Diner, I don't know. I think it I is. I think it was. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was coffee, coffee shop. Yeah, it was a yeah. coffee oh, shop. So right. not, not really a coffee shop. <laughs> Very really similar <laughs> feel. They both have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> not going to compare the two too much. I am. And, uh, He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we can say whatever we want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a little disrespectful to Antone's memory, oh. who once gave me a Tootsie Roll from his pocket that oh had a used tissue God. in it. Oh, yes. <laughs> he once gave Please. my ex-girlfriend a a weird, weird back rub right in front of me. Uh-huh. No, so, uh-huh. that's so this isn't your first cute. experience with this all. kind of producer <laughs> old-fashioned uh, charm <laughs> thing that's happening here. Well, will he give you a Tootsie Roll or a back rub? Oh, yeah. And I guess there's certain things that factor into his sure. decision. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we've slowly revealed the information about Antone that we said we definitely would not reveal oh, back no. when we yeah, it's been enough months it's been enough it okay College Street Cafe College Street Cafe Dan you been there before this week I had been there zero times before this week uh, most of my knowledge of this place ha- was just from hearing you talk about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Uh, at length I would say um, I you know I'm sure we've mentioned it on the show many a times or at least alluded to it but uh, I, I forget have, most everything that happens on the show. So, you know. I have cut out references to this place before you because have. it is one of my absolute favorites. Wow. And we've kind of been holding holding it holding it back, keeping it a secret. Uh, did did you guys say was there a reason that you Hi, this is Andy just cutting in for a second. You've probably already noticed that this episode lacks the normal crisp, clear audio quality you've come to expect from Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri, which Dan forgot to mention at the top of the episode. Uh, well, the audio is about to get a lot worse. Uh, right about now, Chris's mic cable shorted out, and so nothing he said from this point on got recorded. Uh, however, I managed to splice in most of what he said from the webcam audio on our Zoom call. It sounds awful, and I hate it, and I'm really sorry this happened. I know it's annoying, but hey, our show's always annoying, so now you can just be annoyed in a different way. All right, back to it. Enjoy.
have been holding holding it holding it back, keeping it a secret. Uh, did did you guys say was there a reason that you chose College Street Cafe? I, I think for me it was because I wanted to go to a diner and I had not been to one in a very long time, and sure. I remember liking it. Um, the one time I remember, I mostly remember <laughs> just getting my coffee refilled constantly. Hey, that's great. Yeah, yeah. the The times we were there, the atmosphere and service were definitely the more important aspects. I think when we were yeah. eating there, so it was going to be interesting to just just focus on the food, independent from that. But also, we ended up waiting in the like in the corner for a little while, so we got a little bit of the ambiance as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it, it, I don't know too many people that had gone there as well. And it is tiny, so maybe that's for the best. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, it's strange how few people have even heard of this place. Mm-hmm. Like, we, There's always plenty of people there when we're, it's, when yeah, we're there. Yeah, it seems full. Yeah, It's one of oh, the oldest awesome. restaurants in town. Wow. Yeah, 1953 That's when this place awesome. started. Wow. Uh, all right. That's I, a year before my mom started living. <laughs> that is. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to this place several times. Uh, it's really close to the school where I teach. And so mm-hmm. uh, usually like once or twice a month, the nurse will go or used to go pick up takeout burgers. Just like who wants a burger? They're, they were You'll $5 say, for burger. Owie, I scraped my knee. Please get me a burgy nursey. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh-huh. I say, Howie, I scrape my knee. Please uh-huh. get me a burger, Nursey. Uh-huh. Uh, this is and whenever she comes into that. my room and asks me if I want a burger. I say that to her. She's like, you don't have to say <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually going on a food knee. run. You this know that it's Friday. Lunch thing. <laughs> um, Your peers. So and, I'd, I'd say I'd You had, just start bawling at that point. <laughs> I had the burger and fries from this place 10 or 12 times. And after I'd had it a few Ooh. times and really enjoyed it, uh, I started going there on my own some, and I even talk, talked it up so much that my family, I dragged my family there once, and they liked it a lot, too. I think it would be a regular place for us if it wasn't so far out of the way for them. It is a bit for us as well. Yeah. I'm sure it's close to, I mean, obviously, there's yeah. people in that neighborhood, but <laughs> it's a bit out of the way. It's it was fairly really close to me now. Oh, nice. okay. Yeah, and it's, it's I mean... Close, uh, close to your it heart? Fairly, it's not too hard. Yeah, it's not too far. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not a bla- bad drive. It's certainly close to my heart now. Um, uh, <laughs> my clogged arteries, to be <laughs> specific. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I, until recently, I didn't even realize that that, like, Route 66-themed stretch of College Street even existed. Yeah, it's, an, it, it's, it's, it's a, very strange. College Street is it's is in and of itself an interesting street. Yeah. It's got that whole section. It's got all these other sort of weird spots that you don't necessarily have any reason to see, but then you, you're driving down yeah. College Street, and there's it's got more going on. Seems like it'd be nice to take a walk down. Yeah, There's a car museum behind it. Uh I've never Mm -hmm. been there. Mm -hmm. They're not connected. They're owned by different people. They're totally separate entities. Thematically only, (laughs) perhaps. Now, in my mind, it's it's weird because, like, in my mind, there is a like a battle between the the Route 66 stuff on College Street and the Route 66 stuff on Wal- West Walnut Street because mm. there's both these stretches that are Route 66 theme. My, there can only be one. There's only mm. one Route 66. Which one was it? Nothing. Nobody. It was, it was very <laughs> long. It actually stretched across a great, uh, yeah, I know. A great spot. I know. Of the Everybody wants in on the Route 66 money. <laughs> I did the I did the history of Route 66 back in another episode. Uh, no need is to one of them, Is one of them actually closer to where the original? This is stolen 66 valor. Mm-hmm. 
that we just say it's that street. We we just It's approximately We that do a street. street in tribute to an old street. Yeah. Yeah. Several. Okay. Uh I really liked having an excuse to go to College Street Cafe three times in two days this week because there were only two school days and I was already over on the, on that side of town. Wow. Uh, let's get into the food. There's only one place to start when you cover a place that has breakfast. That's uh-huh. with breakfast. Wow. Oh, yes. I think this is going to be the Johnny and Chris arena. We, I definitely tried some breakfast, but they sent me a picture of oh. theirs. We it looked really like they had quite the spread. So I want you two breakfast. to just dive in and we will chime in if we yes. have some overlap. Mm-hmm. We are vegetarians, so we do eat eggs and cheese. But we don't eat meat really. Mm-hmm. So their their lunch dinner. I mean, I think we could get a grilled cheese there, and I'm sure it'd be okay, probably fine. Um, but the breakfast obviously has a lot more to offer. If you when we do diners, we usually do breakfast. Yeah. So I got uh, French toast, which I think was my favorite thing. Oh. I also got a. It was very good. It was so. I don't buttery. remember exactly how they describe it. A skillet, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it without the sausage, and a very nice moment. The cook came out and suggested um, substitutes. And suggested some mushrooms and the jalapeno, Ooh. which really made it pop. Nice. Um, was this the like uh, country potato skillet? Did it have potatoes in it? It was like a hash brown uh, potato, not a. Okay. They also do, uh, I don't remember what they call them, home fries, which is mm-hmm. like the chunks of potatoes. It's a pretty limited menu right now. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know, just two sides of a laminated sheet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes a little simplicity is like appreciated. Three different omelets. According to Andy, that's a new thing. I, I, I brought this up uh, to him and he it said used that to they be more much extensive. More. Uh, yeah, yeah. It used to be more. I think the last time we went there, it was a longer menu. Yeah. And I think I'd seen it, it, stuffed French toast on the menu before. Yep. Yeah. That's on their online menu. I attempted to order the stuffed French toast. Mm-hmm. It says it's available only Friday and Saturday. They said, we don't do that anymore. Would you like it deep fried? And I said, no. And then I said, wait, wait, wait. Yes. <laughs> so I had the fried French toast. Yeah, definitely the sort of place where you take Fantastic. whatever suggestions. Because I feel like the people cooking actually mm-hmm. really know the food and they know what makes it good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the uh, the knowledge of the food that that grill must have back there. That's what you're really coming for is yeah. just the taste of every thing to have hit that grill uh i I thought the deep fried french toast were good i don't really know what exactly made it 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 didn't have like a batter on it or anything but it was a little crispier it tasted kind of like funnel cake uh got four pieces of that Mm. four pieces with the toast every time yeah that's what the standard french toast came with as well and i thought it was nice and buttery and crispy like johnny said um, and Johnny got pancakes, and when they saw that we had two items that required syrup, they gave us, I think, like a 16-ounce to-go cup full oh, of wow. syrup. Mm. Um, so gave us plenty of well, syrup. Well, they gave us some, and then she was like, oh, wait, you've got two. She went back and, and, yeah. and filled it up a little extra for us. They they uh, they do you right, I think, is one of the my main takeaways. How'd those pancakes go down? Uh, they were good. They were very... Um, springy they were large they were i mean they were they were pancakes they were exactly what you what you probably expect yeah I, um i tried one too they're like the platonic ideal of a pancake yeah exactly mm. uh, i might prefer them just slightly crispier on the outside but this was mm-hmm. had a really rich buttermilk flavor it's really thick definitely soft dense extremely cakey you know sometimes very, we get some that are spongy thick. They are they were thicker than than others that you that you get. Yeah, I thought they were good. And the buttery buttermilk butteriness, I thought that the French toast as well was uh incredibly buttery tasting. 
and I don't know. I don't know how they make the French. I feel toast. like everything I, here is fairly there. buttery. <laughs> yeah, tasting. The there's yeah. definitely butter involved <laughs> in the process, uh, for sure. So, yeah. did you guys have any just straight up eggs? I had two eggs over medium on my skillet, and I would say that they came out pretty accurate. Sure. Um, I had a cheese omelet. Um, mm. Which was maybe better than I was expecting. Omelet du fromage. Omelet du fromage. From yes. Dexter's Laboratory. Ex- yep. Pretty basic, but was it really excellent for what it was? Yeah, it was really, really tasty, really flavorful. Lots of cheese. That's what you want. You want cheese. You get the cheese omelet. You want cheese. <laughs> All right. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> I, I tried a bunch of breakfast stuff too, Dan. Did you? I, I had the breakfast sandwich, Dan, which was good. May I, Dan? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I defer to you. May I please talk about what I had for breakfast? <laughs> oh, uh, I sure. I guess, Andy, since you're following rule three so well and being so courteous. <laughs> oh, that's what I do. I, I follow rules. You know, this is about mm-hmm. me. I tried yeah. a breakfast sandwich. Wow. It's very simple. It's a sausage patty, American cheese, and a fried egg served on white toast. I just toast said I tried. You did. Wasn't you did. I heard. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the same as if I'm in the room. It really is. Yeah, we got we to keep the food. It's just a, ev- Dan and, and friends versus me. <laughs> That's Dan Zipper, baby. Keep neutral here. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Please continue. We're I we're ready. I didn't think the toast was that toasty. Mm. Uh, ha- half of one side had a little browning on it, but that was it. The egg was a little mm. over fried for me. Just personal preference. Uh, it was cooked all the way through, and I like that yolk a little runny, like you said, Dan. Mm-hmm. You said yours Did is they... a little runny. No, well, I got Did egg with something else on, yeah. on okay. the breakfast sandwich. There was no option for it. It was a pretty hard fry on there. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with you on the egg on yeah. that breakfast sandwich. Pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good breakfast sandwich. Nothing wrong with it. This is the least impressive thing that I ate, and I mm-hmm. still thought it was pretty darn tasty. It was also probably the least expensive thing you ate yeah. because it is $2.99. Nice. Ridiculous. <laughs> it, it was just so cheap. Uh, I, I Yeah, I just totally agree on that fried egg. A little... I, I would prefer a would little be, egg there. Would be nice. Price. You got to negotiate, though. <laughs> you know, if you, yeah. if you want to get runny yolk, you're going to have to give a little bit of the crispiness. Like, we're to make that bread yeah. a little less crispy for you. First, you're going to have to ask that server, please put your mask on even a little bit. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, server, my first visit. <laughs> I had the same the same very uh-huh. kind woman all three Me times, too. and she wore yeah. her mask the entire time. She yes. didn't ask oh, somebody really? to put theirs on. I oh. think so did we. I went three Either times. One. The first time, it was dangling around their ear. The second and third time, there there was just no mask, oh. wow. which, uh, you know, should probably make me a little more irked, but... Uh, <laughs> I really like college street. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andy, what, what else did you get for mad. breakfast? I, I had one more thing. I got a potato skillet delight, Dan. Wow. Ooh. Ham, eggs, hash browns, you green love peppers, Christian tomatoes, metal. onions. I'm talking. You, you know that I'm talking. <laughs> onions and cheese. <laughs> the bottom layer had a deep, dark brown, crispy hash browns. They were like savory, crunchy on the outside, soft and hot on the inside. Almost charred, but not quite. Just the absolute perfect level of griddled. Um, over that, all the veggies, those were chopped up really nicely, cooked together and covered with a layer of melted cheese. Some gluey blend of shredded yellow and white cheese. Couldn't tell you what kind. Mm. Then uh, cubic chunks of sliced grilled country ham, 
nice crispy brown on some sides and edges, while other sides and edges were still tender and moist. Uh, this is some succulent fatty ham, Dan. Wow. <laughs> and then over that, a couple scrambled eggs, uh, fluffy, pillowy, rich. And then uh, another trick. <laughs> that is not what it says. And then another thick, melty, gooey layer of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and they sprung another one on you. <laughs> Basically, you need to have an ambulance on standby. Uh, this is just one of the richest, craziest, fattiest meals I've ever had. I probably don't need me to say it at this point. But like, this was awesome. Like, all these different <laughs> textures and all the fattiness and gooiness. It's just one of like the craziest, most, most indulgent dishes you're going to find. Loved it. Loved it, Dan. Well, allow me to present you with maybe the breakfast menu item that uh, is the only one to stand as more indulgent than that one, the mm. country fried steak. Oof. Ooh. Ooh. Got a <laughs> delicious country fried piece of what I'm assuming is pounded out flank steak. Uh, super thick crust on there. Choice between hash browns or home fries. I went hash browns. Choice of two eggs went over easy on that one. Originally, I said fried, and on the phone, she was so kind, but you could tell she was like, "You bleeping so and so." I just want to choke this guy out, telling me fried and not telling me medium or easy. She's trying to get through her shift. She needs direction from you. No, she looked at you. you. And she knew this guy's easy. This guy's. <laughs> Well, this was over the phone, but yes, you can also tell in my voice. I'm quite easy. Uh, the yeah, yeah, I this was incredible. I, I think there might have actually been something else with it. Let me consult my notes real quick. Oh, of course, toast four slices of toast. Too much toast, toast. One, one would say. I, I totally agree with Andy. Not quite toasted enough for my liking, but boy, do I love just some white slices of toast. They do a wonderful thing here with this dish where they serve the uh, country fried steak on top of the bed of hash browns and oh. then they put mm -hmm. the gravy on top Whoa. of all of that and then you get the four pieces of toast and you break open your eggs and those are mixing with the gravy and the hash browns underneath. Uh, I totally mimic what Andy said when he was talking about how rich and indulgent it was, this was just incredible. A few bites of the chicken fried steak were a little chewy. You know how you mm. get with some tendons there in the chicken fried steak. Didn't didn't realize that our guests today were vegetarian ha, before. And, gotcha. Yeah, Dan. Uh, real real good job on that. They Springfield. It's nice to hear about that breakfast stuff. I, I loved everything I got, but yeah. frankly, that, that's not what this place is about. All right, Dan. Let's get into what it's okay. about. What's it about? Get, get into it. Burgers and fries. Yes. This place is about burgers and fries. Uh-huh. Tell us about it. They're a really good. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, go. I, I, I visited here on three separate occasions, got those two breakfast items, and I also ended up with two lunch items. Mm. They have an extended like entree menu where you can get your... Uh, meatloaf and our like uh, roast beef and a couple different down home options there, but after going the first time and getting the double cheeseburger, I I couldn't pull myself away from the burgers. Mm -hmm. I, I I had to get I had to get two. Yeah. Um. So I guess I'll just 
talk about that double cheeseburger. We can as we if, can we can tag team it, Dan. Please, we can be the two I, patties on the burger together. I, I'm sure that you have something written out here. I, I, I simply don't. couldn't no. bring myself to put it into words I on couldn't paper. Either. No. It's it's a smash patty. It's got American cheese on there. Mm. A level of which uh, causes it to goo up mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. form a little lake of cheese uh. atop that patty. Two delicious buttery buns that are just they're buttering up the the they to-go box, everything. frankly. Mm-hmm. There's butter, butter on everything. Yeah. This is what I was alluding to. The simple sponge you can get, you know, just uh, like the, the cheap grocery store buns. And they put a little butter on there, maybe throw them on the grill for a second. I don't know what they do, but whatever they do, it, uh, you, you really can't do any better for a hamburger bun. What, what else do you have to say about this hamburger, Andy? Um, it's the best burger in town, Dan. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's not even really any competition. We've had a lot of good ones, but this, this is the best one. And I suspected before and definitely confirmed it with the two burgers that I tried this week. Got the, just a standard double, like you were just mm-hmm. talking about. You bite in. It's so juicy. It's so gooey. It's just perfect. It's the perfect cheeseburger. And th- this is one of those ones where it's really hard to describe because everybody has a reference point for a cheeseburger. It's just the best version of that. Uh, it's not fancy. Another platonic not like, ideal. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it's not fancy. You know, it's not like black sheep where they're just throwing a bunch of junk on there to make <laughs> you buy it because it's a novelty. No, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. meat, bread, cheese, and you can get your tomato and lettuce and red onions on there. They'll do that. You can put your mayo, ketchup if you want. I just get it simple. Just get it simple with the cheese and the meat. And uh, it's awesome. It's about as good as it gets, Dan. Did you try it? Really? You, 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 tried you go burger? no veg on there. I, well, I mean, first of all, I, I got to gotta have that veg on my cheeseburger. Oh, I like I'm a nice sorry. tomato. I did and... get it with the veg. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, well, it's good. I, I didn't add anything yeah. else, though. It's good. I put a little mayo, mustard on there. Very, very good burger. I... I don't know if I like this burger or the Lind burger more. Mm. I'm really not sure. I've had a lot of Lind burgers recently. This is just a fantastic is burger. Is that a, a Lindbergh's yeah, yeah. special? The, uh, right. the, the Lindy, I think, is they, as they call it there. Just another delicious smash burger. Fairly also simple. Good. Yeah. Also, also good. very good. This one is just, I mean, I just... I could barely evaluate it. I ate it. So <laughs> they got a sixty-year-old w- griddle. You know, you can't <laughs> yeah. make it taste that way anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's the trick. I mean, Lindbergh's isn't an older building. Yeah, if they just scrape some dust off that wall, fry it up on the griddle, <laughs> they could they could probably get It'd some more delicious. flavor. The other burger I had was, of course, the GTO. That's the one I got. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you got a, a Philly something or other. Uh, I got that too. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, you know, you sent me the picture of the Philly. The G, I, once again, I barely have anything to say about it. It, okay. it was the, this so good. This is only kind <laughs> of a burger. It's more of an onion ring sandwich uh-huh. oh, that happens to yes, also have a beef patty. Was, we saw so that. Johnny and Chris, you could go there and just honestly get it without the, the burger and it would it still be great. We made, delicious. we made like a mock up, a mock up burger. Like, yeah. Maybe a few days before we went. I just her about rodeo cheeseburger yes, from Burger King. Oh, it, yeah. it is a rodeo cheeseburger. It mm-hmm. is a Western bacon cheeseburger because there is also barbecue sauce on there, yes. which we just failed to mention. Yeah, like, yeah. We made a, a fake, ver- you know, a vegetarian version of that. And then we saw it on the menu there and it was great. Oh, we made it. So I'm good. sure it was a veggie rodeo. Very yeah. great. 
They oh got like it was six great. centimeters of onion rings versus 1.5 centimeters of beef. And by the way, that's, that's still, that's a lot of beef still. They're, that's still a third of a pound. Uh, but just like so much onion, just juicy and greasy mm-hmm. from the Perfect. beef, really crunchy onion rings. This might have even been better than the standard burger, Dan. <laughs> it was awesome. Could've it was been. so good. I, I think it probably was. I yeah. I enjoyed mine on Friday, had the day off, and I was uh, watching Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather, the way it was intended to be watched in uh, eight-minute chunks on YouTube. <laughs> uh, with, Dan, uh, I own more than one. You can borrow those movies sick. from me. I, I'm not I coming to your house to get on sick. Friday. I you got didn't sick know halfway you through were the day sick yesterday. Friday, I would be sick right now. You would be sick Getting right my now. sick all over no. the tower here. <laughs> you're not in the tower. Why are you pretending you're in the tower? <laughs> Stan Simber, baby, we're where I want to be. He's not in the tower. I, I I couldn't find a... I'm sure we have a copy across the house somewhere. I, I know that we have one on VHS. I didn't feel like uh, hooking it all up. But I, I was watching that, enjoying this GTO. And uh, I I think I finished the burger at least like three minutes before the main character, Al Pacino, appeared on screen. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it was a very, very quick housing for me. Yeah. What a... It's a pretty good movie. It's, it's all right. Movie. It's all right. Wow. Man. That's an opinion. <laughs> all right. I got one more entree, and then we're going to have to talk about the fries. Uh, I got sure. a Philly cheesesteak, and I expected mm-hmm. this to come in a hoagie, as the Philly cheesesteaks traditionally do. However, no. Served on Texas toast. It's a Texas wow. Philly. That's wow. a subversion right there. Uh-huh. Once you again. You texted me about this. I certainly did. Really gooey, <laughs> thick layer of thin, you know, greasy slices of beef, a few red and green pepper slices. Not really that that many. Dan, this is better than a real Philly. This is awesome. <laughs> wow. Just greasy, gooey, and delicious. Had a ton of bread, but the, the flavor of the meat and the cheese and everything still overcame the huge amount of bread. Oh, I would. I wish I had one right now. I wish they're, they're not open Sundays, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're also not open past 2 p.m., which is that really is well. unfortunate. That yeah. is well. Would love to grab some of this in the oh, evening. If I didn't work right by it, we might not have been able to review this place. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's we had a hard tough. time. We had I a hard time getting You mentioned French fries. We weren't able to go mm. back. I wish we'd gone mm. back and oh. got some French, French fries. No, I did get the home fries um, with my omelet. Oh, how yeah, are those? The, uh, actually, probably the only thing that was not yeah, quite good. It mm. was pretty bland. It was quite bland. Mm. But another kind thing, the server uh, offered to add peppers and onions to the home fries. They didn't have a lot of flavor, but I think that that might have just been so that they were more customizable. Um, You can add salt and hot sauce at the table, and I doctored them up, and they were perfectly fine. They were cooked perfectly. Sure, yeah. Perfectly, no problems with the cooking. Just not super flavorful. Potatoes. Potatoes are great. Yeah. You know. Yeah, potatoes are always great. Add some salt, and you have delicious potatoes and that's it <laughs> that's all you have to do <laughs> sounds like we're cooking up a okay. new butterfaces song right yes. now <laughs> the next breakfast food we will cover will be home fries but yeah all right dan let's talk about these fries let's do it i love them we've covered plenty of fries like this in the past they're your real standard cut battered in i want to say cornstarch maybe flour Mm -hmm. i don't know but whatever they're doing it 
they're some of the best fries in town. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Okay, we need to I, I don't know if I'm going to put fries. them at the absolute top. Nah, but they're number two. Uh, oh, I think they're my second wow. favorite. But let just just breaking this down here. Best burger, yeah. second best fries, and you can't get a burger at the place that has the best <gasps> fries. So this is absolutely wow. the best place to go to get a wow. burger and fries. I know yeah. where Andy's I talking one. about now. Yeah, they're probably list. Don't worry, Dan. They're not going to catch the illusion. <laughs> no, 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 no they're people. not. <laughs> it's on Cherry Street and Pickwick Street. Um, you might confuse it for a school for the unsound, unstable mind. Uh, just it's from bellies. some of the workers <laughs> that uh, go go in and out I'm of there. I'm to bleep out a word now. <laughs> what, what, what did I, what did I say? The name me, of the restaurant that Johnny said. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> I ruined it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of, bunch of grade school dropouts working over there. No. We're talking about Skull. Uh, that's <laughs> right. the best fries yeah. in town. Yeah, they're really good. College Street they is a close, really a close they second. Really good. Excellent. Andy, I, you know, I don't want to go through all the trouble of this recording over Zoom, but whenever we're back in person, I think I think this burger's got to go into the Pantheon. You know, jo- Johnny Ooh, and Chris got nothing to contribute no, here anyway. Honestly, they didn't get those mm-hmm. taste buds we just, around uh, them. We just opened the door. But <laughs> I think I think listeners Dan, have. Do a, you think taste buds wrap around food? Yeah. Is that is that how you think? Oh, that works? mine certainly do. You know how like <laughs> uh, they say an octopus, all its uh, suction cups have their own brains. No. <laughs> no yeah, yeah. They, they, apparently, they all have like their own tiny, uh, like uh, very microcellular brain, and uh, d- uh, of course, my taste buds have a similar thing where they all have their own uh, eight fingers that they they wrap around the tastes with, and they also have their own brain. And their brain, as listeners know from hearing my opinions on many foods. Uh, their brains are stupid. <laughs> They're dumb, Big, dumb taste brains. buds. Yes. Dumb, dumb brains. Yeah, much like an octopus. Eight fingers also. So Eight not- fingers. <laughs> yes. yes. Do we have anything else we need to cover about this restaurant, College Street Cafe? Uh, I did want to just reiterate how nice the people were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very classic uh, diner vibes in terms of the waitress yes. and the cook. So you can see, you can basically see the kitchen depending mm-hmm. on where you're at in the restaurant. Yeah. Um, yep. Good call in system. I'm, I mean, uh, one time I called their uh, phone was not on the hook. So I did have oh. to go in. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was able to call in twice. One of the three times that I went, the phones worked. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. When they yeah. do work, so I just they have it. They have it ready for you up there. Yeah, they keep it hot. They 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 prepare it in like some tin foil on a lot yeah, of these they put inside the tin foil there, inside which of is the pro move. Yes, absolutely. Even the fries seem to hold up, even though I did eat over half of them in my car um, on both occasions that I got them. One thing that I thought was funny, I don't know if you can see this, look at their website listed on their Facebook page. Oh, yes. The website is uh, <laughs> fafsa.gov, oh, <laughs> which I, I noticed many times when, when visiting their College Facebook. College Street. Uh, FAFSA College? No? It's like college. Yes. Oh, maybe it is like it. college. I get it. That's really funny. That's a, that's a great joke. How many University uh, Road diners would you rate Call Street Cafe <laughs> out of five? Johnny and Chris, you're our guests. We'll start with you. Out of five? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And as the leader here on the uh, Dan Simber episodes, I second that, that we shall start with Johnny and Chris. <laughs> our guests. <laughs> My guests. I, ha- I have to say, missing out on the meaty portions is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. 
And I think for me, that probably takes it down to a four. But the service, the uh, environment, and just, just exactly what what you expect. Diner food, no surprises, very good. I'd give it a four. No surprises, very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I would say it's a solid four for me as well. In, in terms of giving you the diner experience, if you can actually go there and sit in person, it's like perfect. We talked about platonic ideal. It's it's simple, but it's as good as it could be for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's delivered quickly and in and, and a nice way. Uh, I wish there were a few more omelet choices. I love because mm-hmm. sure. lots of, you know, even really small diners will have a dozen or sometimes as many as that. Omelet I think they've got like three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They I mean, probably um, would work with you if, if yeah. you asked them I'm, to. I, I almost am 50% thinking if I showed up with a Jake's vegan patty, they'd yeah. make mm. a burger out of it. Oh, for yeah. Me. Um, but because, yeah, the burgers do sound and they smell they sound delicious. They sound okay. amazing. Um, yeah, but for, for my experience, I would say it's a solid four. All right. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> Man, I'm just waiting for you to just decide what's show next. down. Oh, Andy, you're my lovely guest who runs the show what? around here and makes everything <laughs> possible. Uh, so I'm going to let you go right after I'm done talking. <laughs> I really love College Street Cafe. I it, it blew me away. I wish their hours were, were longer so I could go there more often. I'm going to be grabbing a whole bunch of those burgers here in the future. Um, I think it's pretty easily a five for me. I'm going to deduct 0.5 what? for them being unmasked every time that I was mm. in there. Mm. And then... I'm going to add back on <laughs> 0.5 because the waiter up there had to listen to a septuagenarian man explain the origins of her hairdo to her, Ooh. which I'm sure that that is something that happens to them a lot. What and hairdo I, I, was I, it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> back in the day. Did, fascinated. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that they have to go through a lot up there. I wish that they would... Uh, Pop those masks on, but uh, you know they're they're doing God's work, uh, cooking up just some of the tastiest food there mm-hmm. is. I, I, mm-hmm. I really love it. Five stars for me, Andy. You're my it, guest. <laughs> Please finish this out. I mean, this is one of the easiest fives I've ever given. I knew it was a five before I even walked in the door to review it. Love this wow. place so Sounds much. Sounds biased. Best, yeah, yeah. I'm biased in favor of food that tastes good. Mm. Yeah, uh, love the burgers. Think the breakfast is awesome. Uh, I like it better than like the the most revered breakfast places. I like it better than the most revered revered burger places. I think that we should be talking about this place like we talk about Casper's, like people used to talk about mm-hmm. Antone's, because wow. mm-hmm. it's better than both of them. <laughs> oh so, yeah, uh, Casper's very good. Antone's, I think, actively great. not good. <laughs> R.I.P. It's a great place, and it, it but, deserves uh, uh, recognition. Wow. Bad restaurant, weird guy. R.I.P. <laughs> College Street Cafe. <laughs> Five stars from me. Love it so much. People need to go check this place out. Uh, it needs to be a cool place. You know, it just doesn't have like that coolness associated with it like a lot of the other old places do. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. that's part of part of its charm, though. Get an ruining, ego college are we street. ruining College Street yeah, Cafe? It would, get, it would get ruined. Prices would double. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we didn't even touch on, the pri- we p- yeah. touched on the prices briefly. They're low. I went three times. I got... Over four things, uh-huh. I spent less than a single trip to the restaurant that we covered the week before. Uh-huh. Just mm-hmm. absolutely wild. I walked yeah. out of there under $15 every yep. time, and that was with a hearty 
Dan Howell 30 to 40% tip. <laughs> yes. Well, the, when the nurse would go grab those burgers for us, they, are, they were $5 a person for a burger and fries. Insane. And that is after tax. Like, she would pocket some of that change. That's the nurse's game. Wow. <laughs> a regular nurse ratchet. going and getting it okay. for everyone. Don't, you don't want to get started. Nurse ratchet is a hero for putting up with those men. Uh. I think she's not. She's not. An, she's not the enemy of that story. Oh my goodness! This is. She's ooh. not the enemy. Quite possibly the hottest take. No, it's not. Watch the movie and think of it from her perspective. It's her job to They're keep them in a line. Show take care about of her. Yeah. I believe it's called Ratchet. Mm. Well, Andy anyway. believes anybody doing their job is in the right. Got it. All right, <laughs> right. moving on <laughs> to our final no, segment. This one particular case. <laughs> Our final segment today, a fan favorite segment, or I guess we'll have to ask the fans here in studio. Of course, it's a very special Dan Simber edition of Last Meals. Okay, try it again, but yell it. Last Meals. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Funny bitch. Look at Andy directing me on the Dan Simber episode. I love it. I love it. Folks, it's Dan Simber. It's Fan Simber. It's Last Meals. It's a lot of people's favorite segment of the show. I'm not sure why. Seems like a lot of the same. What? But hey. Good stuff. Wait, why don't <laughs> you leave an iTunes review, Dan? <laughs> I will. 3.5 stars. <laughs> Seems about right. <laughs> Three Solid for the, the one guy. One just a point five for the other. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So it's fan simber. That means last meals gets the fan simber spin on it. In addition, we're calling last meals plus. <gasps> so you know the rules already. Oh boy. Your drink, your app, your entree, your dessert, all locally owned Springfield restaurants. Feel free to bend the rules. Everybody seems to because they just can't follow the rules that we set in place. But I swear, if you break my eight rules for <laughs> dating my podcast daughter, <laughs> then it's over. You you mess with last meals, but not my rules. Last meals plus, of course, same rules as before. But with each pick, you're getting an additional fan simber question Right on top, baby. So here we go. Your drink of choice from any locally owned Springfield restaurant, plus your favorite Spring Food Mo episode. God. Lord. Oh, my. For drink, I'm going with that Lebanese coffee with cardamom. Wow. New pick. Love it. If you've not had it, it's delicious. Mm, it is. Very, very dark Super coffee. Um, and then I'm going to go with the Thai Express episode. Wow. Get a lot of Thai Express. It was a really special episode. Um, I think you all did great with it. Great yeah. ep. People the guests love the Zoom from that episodes. Ep. Still in this house. Just, just a, a mere room away, I believe. I, that means a lot we're recording to me. I love in that the episode tower. too. <laughs> yes, thank you. I also like that episode. Johnny? Your drink and your favorite uh, episode of Spring Food Mo? My drink is the Pisco Sour mm. at oh, Cafe Cusco. Yeah. Mm. Um, and my favorite episode, um, I think that's a pop-up barbecue with the Millie Project. Wow. 
Oh, uh, cool. I listened great to it recently. It was, it was a great app. Wow. It was a great Man, expected these questions to be harder. Nah. Turns out they're just <laughs> nice, sincere answers, and that's good, too. <laughs> yeah. Feels <All> good. Right. <laughs> 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 Moving right along to the appetizer, plus your favorite segment here on Spring Food Mo. <laughs> oh. Now you can pick between the opening BS segment, uh, the bio segment, last meals, of course, the proper review, whatever you choose, even the Barracuda enclosure, if you choose to go back that far and you, and you like segments that are bad. Your app <laughs> first, please. I think for app, I decided on, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like wasabi cucumbers at Wayo. Oh, it's like these fresh, you know, cucumbers tossed in like a sort of wasabi dressing that is so surprisingly delicious and fresh tasting. Mm -hmm. I love that combo. It's intense. Yeah, and I totally we just got it kind of randomly off the menu, and it was like perfect. Is that even on the menu, or did that just come with? I don't remember. It might have been like a special they were doing just at that time. I don't don't remember. remember. Uh, Anyways, they're good. Um, and I guess just segments in general. I really I love history, so I love the history segments. What a great choice! (laughs) And Chris, you you. were doing so well with your compliment early in the episode, and it seems like. Johnny is just snuck ahead late game, ahead. depending on how her answer goes here. We'll see. Uh, my my app is those Lebanese nachos. Wow. From that Lebanese place. A lot um, of that Lebanese place love. Yeah, we used to live right right above it or over a little bit, mm. and we ate there all the time, mm. even though it um, the service sucks. It sucks <laughs> so bad. Uh, but the food is so good. <laughs> the yeah. food is so good <laughs> um so yeah we made that sacrifice a lot my favorite segment is the reading of the eight rules wow my podcast a new segment that is wow i i'm frankly honored yeah. uh, and i yeah. i like that segment it's too it's great and uh no need to say where where you're at in the uh, fan <laughs> rankings now i had to play my hand <laughs> andy I don't know why I said your name. <laughs> yeah. Addressing yeah. our guests. We're still, we're still doing this, right? Guests, your entree, plus your favorite guest of Spring Food Mo. Mm. Now, that can be a, a proper guest that shows up for the full episode, or it can even be one of those kookier guests that tends to stop by in the latter half of the show. Whatever you choose, your. Uh, Sunflower Jim or, uh, you know, Nicole Chilton. <laughs> Anywhere from that pool. So first with your entree. The entree, I I, cause I was thinking about this in terms of a last meal, mm-hmm. and I feel like uh, shoving a bunch of, like, getting super fat on pasta would be mm-hmm. a great last meal. Mm-hmm. That's how I'd want to go out. Um, so I went with, I, I'm going to try and pronounce the Italian name. It's from Bruno's, and they all have very Italian names on the menu that I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Capelli D'Angelo con Ponadori Secchi e Basilico, which is pasta with chili oil and garlic and basil. And Chris has just hexed us. <laughs> <laughs> We've received a hex live on air <laughs> in retaliation for my knocking him down in the rankings. What, what's going on, on with that, that pasta? <laughs> it's like, I think it's angel hair noodles or thin, thin spaghetti noodles and, uh, and a spicy chili oil on it. It's got sun-dried tomatoes in it. 
and roasted garlics. Another like very, whole, very simple thing. Yeah, like whole, whole, whole roasted mm. garlics that are just so perfectly sweety, sweet, uh, you know, how they how they get. Um, so, and the spice is just the right amount of spice in the oil, and it really infuses every bite because, mm-hmm. because it's in the oil. So, a very simple pasta dish that's just very, very delicious, um, and I can eat a bunch of um, and be very, very satisfied mm. on. Uh, as far as a, a guest, I, we were just listening to a great episode with the conspiracy theorists from Lurvy Park. Mm, of course, Curtis Schmo <laughs> you're talking right. about. Yes, Con- conspiracy theorist extraordinaire Curtis Schmo. Uh, hopefully, we'll hear from him again someday. Great choice. Still Fantastic Lurvy, choice. Sure. And you, Johnny? Uh, me. Um, my meal, I had a tough time uh, with picking what I think is probably the the thing that I eat the most from Springfield restaurants and picking the thing that I would probably want for a last meal, which Mm. was also pasta. (laughs) Um, So the thing that I probably eat the most is salt and pepper tofu from yum yum bowl. It's Mm. so good. It's so salty. I know you did a yum yum bowl special. Uh, Nobody got the salt and pepper tofu. um, And I'm going to encourage everyone to go get it. Snatched right out from underneath you. By Stephen Delaney, your very, very friends. Very rude. <laughs> wow. Not my favorite uh, podcasters because they took Yum Yum mm-hmm, Bowl, mm-hmm. or podcast guests, because they took Yum Yum Bowl from us. Um, and for no other reason than that. But then I also wanted to do the pasta at Riyadh's uh, down, downtown. Riyadh um, pasta. Uh, sort of a Mediterranean pasta with so much garlic um in the sauce it's so smelly and i love it <laughs> andy it's pulls up the menu good. and it's just called spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> no it's like it's like noodles like uh god i wish you i knew know, noodle names something or other <laughs> something or other um it's like an alfredo e i don't know but you got the olives on there olive fans yes both time. of you yes oh my god huge Huge olive fans, big Ugh. olive heads. No, thank you. I, I, we, you know, we. No, no. If we I'm had sorry. more time, I would say explain to us what's so good about olives, the, but we the, simply the don't. Taste. It's the so taste please. for me. Fatty salt balls. No, we just yeah. don't have time for it. We're gonna have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> you have my answer. Okay, my favorite um, guests that did not steal. Uh, restaurants that I wanted mm-hmm. to do from under my nose. Stephen Delaney. Stephen Delaney. Gone um, from from the guess who of uh, Johnny's favorite yeah, guest. No, I think it's got to be Shay. Wow. It's got yeah. to be Shay. Yeah. Incredible. Ask Shay if uh, if she would fill in this week if, if, if uh, Andy wasn't going to make it. And uh, she said that sounds like a bit too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> That is a lot. Don't disagree. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we see Shay soon back yeah. on the show. Probably not, right? Yeah. No, likely not. Um, Never coming back. Certainly not this month. Although I do think she might be a fan of the show. Mm. Oh, <gasps> uh oh. Okay. Well, that was a good entree pick from both of you. We're down to the wire here, folks. We're at the last one: the dessert, locally owned Springfield restaurant. Your favorite dessert, the one you'd want to have before. Oh, we didn't even get into the 
whole preface oh, of this. Uh, my uh, Mayor McClure is angry about something. He's gonna chop you up into little pieces. He's gonna chop us up. Yeah, he's wow. got a big old axe. Uh, okay. He only likes hi-fi <laughs> recordings of music. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Oh no. Mm-hmm. He's a big Steely Probably. Dan guy. Yeah. Why didn't we put um, that tape out on 180 gram vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the original masters. No, 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 no. no. He only does a uh, uh, 5.1 uh, DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This joke. <laughs> <laughs> 5.1 Blu-ray recordings of music. <laughs> oh. Finally, your favorite dessert, the one you want to eat before you get chopped up into little pieces by the mayor, plus your favorite host of Spring Food. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that's between me, Andy, or if you would like to be immediately ejected from the show, Dan Chilton. <laughs> Uh, for dessert, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, we really, I feel like we rarely get desserts. I, this question made me think about how I don't get enough desserts at places. So I need to try and do that more. I also don't. I don't know how I'm going to answer this question whenever I'm on the chopping block. I did want to go ahead. I chose uh, prairie pie. They, um, mm. I don't know if they're in any restaurants. I now know how I'm going to answer this question when I'm on the chopping mm. block. Yeah. I do get at the coffee shop, cherry picker, mm-hmm. um, and I, I chose their sea salt honey pie, which wow. is a great custard Classic. pie. Uh, I'm a big pie guy. Um, and I I mean, there's plenty of places to get pie in town, but I really think they do a great job. I... <laughs> but don't make us do this. <laughs> don't, don't make us Feel do this. Feel free, you know. To, one of us is in the same room as you. <laughs> One of us is one of one of you. Across it was town. really important that to him that he didn't get you sick. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. which oh one of those do you God. value more? Also, I mean, not to sway you. Yeah, too much, I mean, but a little campaign. The show can only happen nice. if, if one of those is involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Andy for all. It sounds like he does a lot of the production oh. work. Wow. Does, does it sound wow. like that? <laughs> Well, (laughs) that sounded like a shout-out and not a concrete pick, Uh, so I guess we're just going to go ahead and skip you and move right along to Johnny, your local dessert and favorite host of the show, Spring Food Bow. Okay. My local dessert is the vegan cookie from Mudhouse. It is just so good. Do you have a vegan cookie from Mudhouse sitting right here in front of you? This is a non-vegan cookie. Oh, wow. They did. They had it. I I love it. It's better than this one, but Mm. I go for this one when I'm hungrier because it's larger. Mm. So there you have it. It's my choosing process. Um, Favorite host. Uh, It's going to have to be the one that invited me to be on Spring Food Mo. Wow. Seems Thanks like for one vote for Dan. A reality. One shout out for Andy. <laughs> we'll tally out how exactly those all work I mean, at the end Dan of the month. Dan is also here. my favorite host, so Aww, that makes sense Andy. to me. <laughs> Andy. Andy. Well, folks, two that one. was two to one shout out. The first edition of Last Meals Plus, uh, oh the boy. Last Meals segment exclusive to Dan Simber, aka Fan Simber, twenty twenty. How do we wrap this thing up, Andy? You're in charge. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Figure it out. Well, Chris, Johnny, Johnny, Chris, do you have anything to plug? You got any releases on the mm-hmm. calendar? 
any you guys going on tour? <laughs> it's been a weird time to make music. Uh, yeah. you know, probably many people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Put out a small little thing over quarantine. We are both in the new music video from Slugs. As am As I, which it, which yep. we should plug, and that uh, that music video, uh, beautifully directed by the producer of uh, at least three fourths of this week's episode, we'll engineer Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Podcast engineer. Justin, uh, whose last name I don't know if he wants out there. But we thank Justin again for his work on today's episode and for his work on that music video. Anything else to plug? Uh, yeah, we are actually going on tour to Vegas mm. um, in a couple of days. Wow. So, <laughs> you know, just playing look, some look of the buffets. There. Yes. Yeah. yeah crab, <laughs> crab and seafood themed buffets. I don't know. That sounds like a bit of a gamble. Primarily. No, I, uh, I think it'll be. Oh, uh, wow. Well, since I am in charge, can we go ahead and end the episode right before you said that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, know, you everyone. It's going to take me a little while to really process that joke. So. <laughs> uh, Chris and Johnny, I'm so glad we got to have you on the show. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. Thanks I really wish I was. As am I. It's a bummer. We, we were so excited for all of Fansimber. We were very excited today. Thank you to so much for listening to the show and always saying kind things about it whenever I see you in the streets or uh, in my very home. <laughs> Which is not where we are recording. We are at the tower. That no. is right. No. He's got it exactly right. <laughs> We're not at my house. Yes. What? We're it's gorgeous. In the tower. It's, it's Dan Simber. <laughs> Andy's out in the cold rain in Victor Lurvy Park furthering that cold. Hopefully that all it's works true. out for I'm him. I'm not sick. We're only doing this because I mm. went to the wrong spot. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Again. Andy, do you have anything <laughs> else to plug? No. Just, just, Sister one of City. My no- just one of my nostrils as soon as this is over. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. All what? right. Show's over. You don't do that? You got to do what you got to do. You got to clean it out. You got to clear it out. All right. Plug a nostril. Yeah, Justin, come, it, come shut over. this thing down. <laughs> I'm stopping the recording. Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media.